Sometimes the fog comes in and you could squint and you could be anywhere in the tea growing world, yet you're here in Canada. The beauty of being here on, on the balcony overlooking the tea garden, to see where the tea has grown, to be standing here making the tea, uh, and then know that it's going to be coming down and then being in the tea room in the patio is spectacular. It's, it's a privilege to be doing that and it's a connection to the place. It's a connection to the West Coast experience with this, you know, the, the maple smoking in the background. Uh, I, you can't feel more alive. We're quite fortunate right here in the valley to have a little microclimate that allows us to have a very southern exposure, really good drainage, uh, and so we experiment. We, first 200 tea plants in 2010 was a start. Would they take? We're not sure. So from 38 degrees in the summer down to the minus seven or so, those contrasts are what's actually making our tea unique. We're noticing the changes, subtle changes from harvest to harvest, and I think Vancouver Island has given us the gift of extreme temperatures to now produce a really high quality tea. Maple Smoke Green came out of a very challenging winter. The most sustained sub-zero temperatures in 30 years on the island. And so the essence was let's capture that, that winter, let's capture that feeling, that Canadian feeling, while still creating a, a nice quality tea. We um, harvested the, the tea plants, we did a quick uh, roast on it to turn it into essentially both twig and leaf into a traditional Japanese hujicha style tea. And um, added sort of a, a little, a little rusticness and a little sense of Canadiana uh, by maple smoking it. And it's a, in a way a, a humble tea, you know. It offers full flavor but it's not overpowering and I think that's in the nature of the Canadian experience. Uh, it's softer yet very present. Nature is the, the driving force. We just sculpt it into the experience. I make the tea, Margaret makes the clay, the vessel that holds it, and that connection to nature becomes integral. The way we've laid things out has surprised people because we're just taking advantage of the drainage and so forth. It's not the traditional way to do it. We've had tea growers from uh, high elevations from Taiwan, small plot growers from China, tea farmers from Korea as well. So they come and the first reaction is that that's not how you're supposed to grow tea, but yet it's working in the environment that we have here. There's a camaraderie, there's a knowing of, of tea that, that gets to share. So I've had the great privilege of being educated because there's not a lot written on, on tea making. Generally three to four years is when a tea plant matures in perfect growing conditions. We weren't sure about what our growing conditions were, so we waited an extra year developing the flavor profile. We decided that it wasn't good enough to launch and share it with the world. We waited another year to have all those elements. So six years is a long time to wait for a cup of tea. So to sustain and maintain the business and while still doing what we love, which is to share a tea experience with folks locally as well as afar with our online store, was to create the, the recipe and blends and to import the highest quality teas. We make a point of personalizing every single package of tea that we send out, you know, especially our Canadian tea. Those people, when they receive it, wherever it is in the world or even around the corner, that they have that sense of West Home, that they have that taste and a feel that's truly authentic, that can't be replicated. <laughs>